talking over here, and we'll discuss in the Gemara the details. We're talking here where a person steals something, he has to pay back. So, let's just set some ground rules. According to most Mepharshim, and the way the sugi works is as follows. When you steal an object, and you have the object, and it has not changed significantly from the way it is when you stole it, you must give that original object back. You have to give the object back. Whether it went up in price, down in price, makes no difference. You must give back the original object. And if you're caught with the object, you have to pay kefil. And if you shecht it, now, shecht, once you shecht it or sell it, it already becomes a different story. Because then by definition, the object has changed. And once the object has changed, you're not giving back the original object anymore. Now you're giving back value. Our sugi is talking about now when you're giving back value, but that value has changed from when you stole the object till now. Now, could have, the value can change an object based on one of two things. The value can change because something changed in the object, or the value can change because the market changed. So what are we talking about over here? Summer Rav. Rav says a statement. We're going to have to figure out what a case Rav is talking about. Rav says, Karen, when you pay the actual value of the original object, the original Karen, then Kane Shagonov. It's based on the value of when you stole it. Not the value of when you come return it, but when you stole it. I stole it, I have to return it. I have to pay you back for what it was when I took it from you. But the knas called kefal and knas called abechemisha, that's kishas hamoda bedin. How much is worth now? Some of Rashim say that for the kefal it means kishas hamoda bedin. Abrevechemisha was when you shecht the animal, it's based on what it's worth when you actually shecht it, not when you go to hamoda bedin. But either way, Rav's saying only the karen is kain shaganav, the rest is based on what it's worth when you actually come to Bezin to figure it out. What is Rav talking about? So this is my, my time of the Rav. This is based on the drasha we had yesterday. The drasha we had yesterday said, we made a klal prakal from imatze timatze, and we said, we, uh, we was there, we had shar and sen, etc. And we said, what is Genev and Chaim coming to teach me? Genev and Chaim, we said, was coming from this halacha of Rav. The Rav said it means, Achia lekeren kein shagonah. It says, Genev and Chaim, Amai amikam rachmana Chaim begeneva. Achia lekeren kein shagonah. What does the word Achia mean? So Taisus debates this. Pajibshat, Achia sounds like bringing back to life. Right? You're bringing back to life. So he says, that would make a lot of sense if Rab's halacha was only in a case where it was worth more at the Shaskaneva than it's worth now. And you're trying to get away with paying the lower amount. Says the Torah, you have to pay the higher amount later. But we'll see in a second, there's at least a Havamina. The Rab's talking about even if it goes... If it was lower before and more expensive now, there's at least a Havamina that you have to pay the higher price. So Achia can't mean... That you bring it back to life, because so achim means to restore it. You restore it to the way it was when it was stolen. That's what achim means. Doesn't mean bring it back to life like higher value. Says Tyson means restore it. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean paying the higher value. Doesn't went up to the value. I don't know if it's higher or lower yet. Rab says ke'en shagonav. He does not differentiate in his statement whether it went up in value or down in value. He doesn't say anything about it. Now, that's Rab's statement. Amar Rav Sheish says a very. Uh, you know, like a kind of a nasty yeah. statement. Amina, I think, when Rav said this statement, he was tired, he was sleeping, he wasn't paying attention, because it's wrong. Why? If someone steals a very weak animal, and the Ghana fattens it up, feeds a lot of food, gets nice and fat, and then it gets caught. So, you pay, not based on what it's worth, fat, at the time when you get caught, but based on what was worth skinny at the time that you stole it. Oh, the bride is talking about kefal. Now, there's two points to Rav's halacha. Let's just make this clear. Rav said two statements. Rav said that the karen is kein shagonav, 
and the two Shashumi Abravachamisha, Kefal Abravachamisha is Kishasa Marabadin. There's an interesting discussion in Taisvis. Which po- one of those points of Rav is the Chiddush? Would I normally say you pay everything Kain Shagana for Rav is Mechadish that Kefal Shamarabadin? Or would I say everything is based on Amarabadin and Rav is Mechadish that Karen is Kain Shagana? It's an interesting philosophical discussion. Look at Taisvis, he discusses the point. But. This Brisa clearly says that even the Kefal Abra Vachamish you pay Kishas HaGanif. So it's different than Rav says, Rav Sheshis, Rav's wrong. Amri says, no, Rav is not wrong. Misham Darmalei, the Ganif can say to you, Ano Patimna of Atshaklis? I spent my own money to fatten up this animal. And now you tell me I have to pay four or five based on the value of the animal that I caused to go up in price? No, in other words, in a case, what Rav is talking about is not talking about a case where the Ganav invested. If the Ganav invested his own money, so of course, yes. Now, what the mice and the Ganav invested in someone else's animal. The animal belongs to someone else. When he gives back the animal, you can debate whether the person, the original owner of the animal, has to pay the Ganav for the extra hanal that he got. We can discuss that as a, as a separate point. But you're not going to say that the Arab of the Chabisha is based on that higher value that the Ganav himself created. That makes no sense. So Rav did not say it in that case. And in that case, Rav would agree, Kain Shaganav. Okay, but Tashmah, have another Brysa. That's a chari, not like Rav. The Raisa says, Shmeina ve'ekhisha. If a person steals a fat, very expensive animal, and he weakens it, he doesn't, you know, he works it hard, doesn't feed it, etc. Then, Mesham t'shumikeva 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 ke'ein shaganav. Here also you see you pay the original price. Why? According to Rav, you should pay the price now. Says the Mahasam Nami, same exact svara. Shumdarina mali katla kula mali katla palga. This is an amazing svara, says Rashi. Rashi says, in a case where you go ahead and shech the animal, tvicha, you shech the animal, what do you pay? Rav said, you pay kishas hamarabadin, which we said doesn't mean hamarabadin, it means at the time when you shecht it, which means you pay the value one second before you killed it. Okay, so whatever it was worth one second before you killed it, that's what you have to pay Abravachamisha times that. Now, killing is a process, okay? But as soon as you start killing it, you evaluate it was one second before that. If I weaken the animal by working him too hard and by you know, not feeding him, etc., that is a, Rashi calls that a slow process of killing. And just like if I actually kill the animal, of course I pay one second before I kill it. When I weaken the animal, I pay one second before I weaken it, which is uh, Mr. So again, Rav did not say his halacha of Arba V'chamishah's Keshach Samar Badin in a case where you, the Ganev, are the one who caused the change in value. So what is Rav talking about? Says the Gemara... Rav's talking about a case where it wasn't the Ganif who changed the price of the animal. It was the market who changed the price of the animal. The market, the Ganif, if he made it worth more, worth less, then Rav's halach doesn't apply and Arba V'chamish should be based on that. Over here we're talking about where the market changed. Where the market changed. When the market changes, at that stage, that's when Rav said his halach. And Rav said, if the market changes, then Karen Kane Shagolov and Kefal Avachamisha, Kesha Samarabadin. Says the more Hechidami. Okay, so if that's the case, what's the case of Rav? Hechidami. So let's take a basic case where the animal went up in price. So you stole it, it was worth one. You go ahead. And now, again, we're talking about the animal's not here now. So the animal's not available to you now to give back as it was when you stole it. And instead, now you're paying money. So instead, you're paying money, and now it goes up in price. Says, Rav, Karen, Kane Shagonov, you pay wolf one. And the Kefel, Abra Vachamisha, you pay times four. Says, Marzuze, so Karen, Kane Shagonov, so Lachayra, let me plead you, the Rav, the Rabba. Lachayra, Rabba, says Halacha, which seems to be not like this Halacha of Rav, Lagabe, the Karen. We're not talking about the Kefel, Lagabe, the Karen. Rav said, the Karen, you always pay the cheaper price. Rabbi argues. Why? Dama Rabbi. Not the cheaper. 
Rav said, Kain Shaganav, which in this case we're talking about, Demiakar Shavi Azuzel, Bustav Shavi Dal. In this case. In this case. Says the Mora, let me play the Rava, the Rava, the Rava, Haman the Gozel, Chavita de Chamer Michavav. You steal a barrel of wine from a friend. Demiakar Shavi Azuzel, Bustav Shavi Dal. In our case, where it was worth one, it went up to four, says Rava, Tavra. If the Ganav smashes the barrel, or he drinks the wine, then Mishalim Dalid. He has to pay the higher price. It Baramela, if it broke on its own, he had nothing to do with it, he's just an Ainus, then Mishalim Zuzan, then he can pay Kain Shaganav. So if it's It Baramela, we see like Rav. But if it's broken by the Ganif, Rabbi says, no, now you pay the higher price for the Karen. Rav never differentiated like that. Rav said, Kain Shaganav is Mashma in all cases. What's going on? Amri, Kikama Rav, Rav is talking about where it went down in price. Why? So Rashi explains the, svar, the whole Sephardi more like this. When you go ahead and steal a barrel of wine, you stole it. Okay, so you owe Kain Shaganav. But the barrel of wine now really belongs to the original owner. And you're supposed to return the barrel of wine, Kamoshahu. When you go, you can. But when you go ahead and break it or drink it, you're now stealing it again. You're making a second Maise Geneva. And that second Maise Geneva, it was now worth now four. So says Rabbah, if it was worth one, it went up to four. So you're Chayef, uh, the higher amount, because now you have, you've done two Maise Genevas, you have to pay the higher amount. And Rav agrees to that. When Rav said you pay Ke'en Shaganav, he was talking about when it was worth four, and it went down to one. You're not going to say you pay the lower amount because you stole it a second time. You pay whichever Geneva is the higher amount. And therefore, Rav and Rabbah fit together beautifully. If it breaks on its own, you did one Maise Geneva, you pay the, the Shas Geneva. If you s- broke it, or you, st- or you spilled right. it, or whatever you did on purpose, or by your own by your Mashiach, it's like a second Maise Geneva, and on the second Maise Geneva, you pay whichever is the higher value. But isn't it hard to... Is that, if, if, you, if you're talking about, let's say, a barrel of wine, yes. a barrel of wine theoretically increases in value. Every if it day. does, it does. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Someone asked me that this morning. If it does, it does. If it's based on the object... Now, what you're bringing up is an interesting question, which we're going to talk about in a bit, which is, what about a change that is natural? Right. What about vinegar. a change? Game vinegar. Okay, but a well, change that's... that's okay, we can get to the... We'll see it on a bit. Okay, guys, wait. Wait till my base. We're talking about a natural change. Till now, we've been talking about unnatural changes. The Gusolfo and the Gemara are talking about two kinds of changes. One is when it just you had, it just broke. Now, broke is not a natural change. It's Barbamela is not expected. It's not the normal thing to happen. Total oinus, and it is what it is. Okay, but that's not an expected change. That we're not discussing. Here we're talking about a case where you broke it to second my second neighbor. So now, we're coming out now. When Rav said as halacha, that Karen Kane Shaganav, that is A, when you did not do any physical change on purpose to the thing, if you made it worth more, where it worth less, then we would not say the halacha of the Tushumi Kefal for sure it wouldn't be that. And when Rav said Kane Shaganav, that's only when it went up and down in value, and that's only if it broke on its own. If it broke by you, then you have a second my Geneva, then you'd be chayv on either one. Before we get into the nature of the change, the more goes off on a tangent. Tani Rav Chia, L'Siyah the Rav. Rav Chia brought an interesting b'risa, which the Chayri can make an interesting raya to Rav's halacha. The b'risa is as follows. Balabayah should turn to his ganif b'pikadon. So I give someone a pikadon to watch, and I say, where is my pikadon? Give it back to me. And he says, I'm sorry, it got stolen. Turn to his ganif. Good. So the halacha is, he has to swear. He has to swear that the shimer has to swear that it was stolen. He makes a shua. V'hoida, and then he admits that he's thought. Now, we know when you admit against the Shua, you have to be Karen plus a Chaimish, 
and you have to bring a carbon ashim because you lied. Okay. Vaboedim and Edim come, so it depends. If he was Moedim before the Edim showed up, Shemusham Kemer Chemish Vyashim. So he pays Kemer Chemish Vyashim. He doesn't have to pay Kefal because he wasn't caught by the Edim. He admitted. When you admit first, you don't pay Kefal. There's no Kefal. Everyone admit by the Bekanas, no questions asked, and therefore you pay Kemer Chemish Vyashim. If the Adam come and testify against him, so he has to pay kefal. And then he also admits, okay, you got me, I lied. So now he's chayv double. He's chayv mitam de geneva kefal. And he's also chayv mitam de shvua keren chemish riyashem. Says the b'raisa, mesham to shumi kefal, ve'ashem, and he brings a carbon ashem for the shvua, ve'chumshay. Now there's a lacha also that says, ve'chamishisoy yosef alav, you have to add on a chemish. Now it says a chemish doesn't really mean a chemish, it means 25%, because it's a chemish milabar, okay, plus from the chemish of the total. Fine. Oilala bikfeilai divere Yaakov. Don't turn the page. Rabbi Yaakov explains a fair interesting halacha. Rabbi Yaakov says, when you, the Torah says you have to pay a chemish as a kapara, that only works if you pay exactly a chemish. If you pay less, obviously it doesn't work. But if you pay more, it doesn't work either. It has to be a chaymish that you're paying for that. If you pay 30%, it doesn't work. It has to be a chaymish. So Rashi says, Beferish, okay? You can't pay more, you can't pay less, it has to be there. Says the Gemara, an amazing thing. That your chayv over here, kefel, and your chayv over here, a chaymish. Says Rabbi Yaakov, assuming that they're the same amount, then the chaymish could be oilala bekfeiloi. Now, if anybody learned even basic first grade math, you understand when I double something or I do 25% of something, it's not going to be equal. 25% is not equal to 100%. That's just sort of basic math. But that's what Yaakov says. Why is the chumash from the, from the, from the kefal? Nothing to do with the kefal. Yaakov right. says, you have to pay over here a second. You have to pay the kefal. Right. After you pay the kefal, you have to pay two things now. You need to pay kefal and you need to pay chemish. If they're equal, if the kefal is equal to the chemish, then you could just pay once. How can Kefal be equal to Chaimish? Yaakov doesn't explain. We're going to explain it in a second. But before we explain it, we go on in the Brisa. The Pasik says in the Pasik, actually, this Pasik is twice. It's in Sefer Vayikra and it's in Pashas Nasai as well. In Pashas Vayikra and Pashas Nasai, it says, Visvadus Chatasim Shasim Heshavas Amama Asushami Beroishai. So we darshin There is no chaymish when you pay kefal. Whenever you pay kefal, there is no din chaymish. There's still a din asham according to the chachamim, but there is no din of chaymish. Once you pay kefal, you don't have to pay chaymish at all. Hold on, we'll see why. It doesn't go to the same place. What? Doesn't go to the same place. The chaymish goes to the bialim. The goes to the Bible? Yes, 100%. Oh, not because the Shavuot no. and Yes, but what do you pay the money to? No, the Pasuk says. It says the Pasuk You give it to the Bible. 100%. It says the Gemara, Shimba Yechai is the third sheet in the Brayso. He says, Not only do you not pay a Chomish if you pay Kefal, you also don't even bring a carbon Asham when you pay Kefal. There is no Asham at all. All based on the Pasuk, we'll get to that Machlaikis in a second. Now, let's get back to Rabbi Yaakov first. How do you have Chaymish be equal to Kefal? It was the same price, it was four, and it's still four. So Chaymish Ale Bekfele? Kefele Arba, Chaymish Azuza. Kefele is double, the whole thing is four. A Chaymish is 25%, as we explained. That's one. Four is not equal to one. That's basic math. El Alav, it must be Rav's case. So what do you do? Kefal you do kishas hamadabadin. Four times, so you do one times one is one. One. 
Chaimish is based on the Karen. Karen was four. four. 25% of four is one. So you have four equals one. You have Kefel equal Chaimish. Givaldik. It works. This only works if you hold like Rav said. That the Kefil is based on the later price, the one, and the Karen is based on the earlier price, the four, and a Chemish of that is one, so they're equal. So if they're equal, they cover each other. Oh, so we have a riot to Rav from the way Rav Yaakov made this math cheshman. I'm a Rav, a Lav Daf gives it a riot. No. I can have another way to figure out how four is equal to one. How? Really, the price didn't change at all. With the kakasha, kveda, dal, v'chum, shezuzah, all four and one are not equal to each other. What do you do if the guy says, you stole it? He says, I didn't steal it. Swear. He swears. He goes, I don't trust you. He swears again. I don't trust you. He swears again. I don't trust you. He swears again. And then he admits that he lied. Do you pay one chaymish or four chaymish? You pay four. And Chaimish over here was one. And you did it four times, so it's four. The four is equal to the Kefel. Chaimish Alebek Fela. And that's a Kiddush already, but that works. Okay, that's right. So it can all work together. So you don't have a Raya against Rav, but you don't have a Raya for Rav. Okay, let's get back to the Brice. So the other two sheets is what's the Machlaik is about the carbon Asham. So since it says Barosho, and, and right afterwards it says Chamish Yisoy, we darshan, you only pay the Chamish, according to the Chachamim, not Rabbi Yaakim, but according to the Chachamim, you only pay the Chamish if you actually ha- only are paying Kerib. Once you pay Kefil, there is no Chamish. Of Al-Asham, Maisi, according to the Chachamim, you do bring the carbon Asham. So wait a second. Why do you tell me you don't pay the chaymish? The Yashem also you should not have to bring. Mishalim doesn't make any sense, but Yashem you shouldn't bring. And the next Pasuk says, The Pasuk says in Pashas Vayikra, I'll read it here. It says, That's the end of Pasuk. Hey. The next Pasuk says, So the just like the Mishisoy is only when it's Roshoy. The next Pasuk of Asham is only when it's Roshoy. So how do you say that they're split up? I'm going to Rabbanon and tell you, S, Paske, Kro. Why does Pasuk Hey start with S, Ashamoy? It should have just said, Ashamo. No, it should have just said Ashamoy. Ashamoy. Why is it Et? The Et over there, the S is coming to be Mafsik. Between the halacha of the chaymish and the halacha of the asham, that the chomish is totally on rosho, and if you pay kevel, you don't pay chomish, but the asham you pay, you bring even if you're paying kefal. Reb Shimon Ba'echai, who says that you don't pay the, you don't bring the asham either. The vs has a vava chibur arvekra that combines them together. That combines pasuk hey back with pasuk dal. That's funny. So that makes no sense. You tell me the word S is separating. But the Vavachibor connects them, so leave them both out. If you left them both out, then I'm sure will be right. Then you have the Pasuk of and then the Pasuk of Asham. So they're connected. Why put the word S and then be forced to put a Vavachibor? It doesn't make any sense. So I'm about to say we're right. 
You need to have the S there. Why? You have two chiyuvim in this pasuk. One's a carbon that you bring to the base of Mikdash. One's money you pay to the other by them. And therefore, it's, Rashi says not a halachic issue. It's just a like a like a dictu kind of issue. You want to separate between those two times of so it says the word S. The Vavachibur says, even though there's an S and they're separate, the Vavachibur does connect them. Oh, So we have Machlaikis of Shimba Yechai and Rabbanan, Hayudash and Sukim. Everybody, not everybody, we have three Shitas. Biakib says, you do pay the Asham. You do bring the Asham, you do pay the fifth. But if the fifth is equal to the Kefal, then they cover each other. The Rabbanan say, there's no Chaimish, but there is an Asham. Shimba Yechai says, there's no Chaimish and there's no Asham. Okay. What, what's the, and what, what, what do I care if this, the Chomish is equal to the... Because the, the, then it's considered, again, the Kapara has to, the Torah, the way Yash explains this, Torah is Makhbar on a very specific amount. No. And if you don't pay that exact amount, it can't be a Kapara. If you pay more, it doesn't count. It has to be the exact amount. Yeah, but so if the... If the do with it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If it's the exact same money, you're fine. If it's different money, different amounts, that's what Rash explains it. That's what Rash says. Back to our Suya. Om Rabbi Loi. Comes Rabbi Loi and says the Chiddush over here. Ganav tle v'nasa ayel. Oh, now we get to the case of a shinoi that was natural and expected. This is not tavre. This is not when you broke it. This is not when you shechted it. It grew up now, but it grew up in a very significant way. Okay, a tle and an ayel are not just a age issue. It's considered like a bagrut issue, like a bar mitzvah. Okay, it normally happens at thirteen months. Now something is, stops being called a tle and it becomes an ayel. It's not just a name issue. It's a halachic issue. Okay? Tlevenasa, you steal it when it's a tle and it grows up and it becomes an ayal. Or, egel venasa shor, you steal it when it's an egel and now it's a shor. Nasa shinu That's a change. Okay? Vikonu. says a relight, this change has two ramifications. Ramification number one is, you can no longer return the object you stole the way it was if the owner doesn't want it. The owner says, this is not what you stole from me. Leave me alone. You stole, it's like no different than if you broke it. If you broke it, you can't just give it back and say, here it is, because you broke it. Says this change has the same halachic ramification of that as well. But it's more than that. It now means that you own this shar and this ayal. You owe the bailim money. But you own it now, which means, if you shecht it now, or if you sell it now, you're not chayev as tvichem anymore. You're not chayvin tvi'cha mechira. Because it's not the original owner's animal any longer. You only chayv tvi'cha mechira if you shechted something that was his. At this stage, it's yours. So much as this show, says Rashi, that according to Miloy, when I say, according to Rav, that you pay ganif ke'en shagonav, which value do you pay? The value now. Yeah. Because the value of it becoming a tle, a ayel, becoming a shor, is the equivalent to the breaking of Rabbah. By the breaking of Rabbah, it's like a second Maisa Geneva. This is also equivalent to like a second Maisa Geneva. That's what Bilal's halach. So you're paying now. So Rabbah has two points. Rashi, Rabbah doesn't say that point, but Rashi throws that in, that you pay now. You pay the value of it now because it's like a second Maisa Geneva. Even though it's mine. Even though I, can, I was conned. No, because mean, you were conned. The ah, Kenyan okay. is a second yeah, Maisa Geneva. Even though you didn't do it. Even though it's a Mela. Because it, there's two kinds of a Mela. Rabbi said before, Tovar Mela is the Gabi Gamian Oynis. There's no Kenyan whatsoever. Over here, where it's a natural progression of the animal, you should have given it back before it became an Ayal. By keeping it through that process, that now, you know, it's not like you wanted to make a Kenyan necessarily, but because you now are not going to be returning the object the way it is, that automatically makes it yours to the point where if you shecht it, you're not chayev anymore. Oh, but what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, you now for an Ayal or for Tleh? 
So uh, no, you owe him the value of the aisle. Right. That's what Rashi says. You owe him the, the, the aisle, and Kefil will debate. We'll see tomorrow how much you pay in Kefil. But the uh, Kefil yourself to pay how much? That's the debate. We'll see in the Gemara in a second. Says the Gemara. That's what we love his point. Eser b'chenina b'loy b'chenina argues on this point. He doesn't have a brisa, but fairish a brisa. Brisa says ganav tlev and asa ayel egov and asa shows exact case. Mesham teshumei kefil for teshumei abba chamisha. First point, you say you pay. You see, but fairish in the brisa, you pay abba chamisha. According to b'loy, there's no paying abba chamisha. Next point, the brisa says is, and when you pay that value, what do you pay the value of? Kein shaganav. Now that's a kasha and rav. That's nothing to do with our sugya. We're going to talk about that kasha tomorrow, which is the brisa here. clearly says that when you do abra v'chamisha, you pay kein shaganav, which rav clearly said you pay kashas when you shechted. That's a kasha and rav. Leave that for later. We're we're focusing on the first point, which is according to Biloy, once it grows up, there's no abra v'chamisha at all. You own it. So this is Rabbi Chanina's kasha and Rabbi Loi. Spon- answers will be like, responds, Amalei velamai, shinuloi kani. So what are you going to tell me? You're going to tell me that this shinui doesn't count. It's not a shinui. Now, you have to picture in your mind what's going on here now. I, ha- I stole a tle and it became an ayel. According to Rabbi Chanida, according to the Brisa, it's not a shinui. So if it's not a shinui, what am I supposed to do now? Return it the way it is. I have to give it back the way it is. So that's the case. Am I mishalim shaloyutav? So he says, "Vel am I shinu loykana? Am I misham ken shaganav? L'shalim ki hashda? Because now it's yours. I have to give it back the way it is. Not because of Rab's halacha of mishalim. Nothing to do with that. If there's no shinu over here, then it's the ganav's animal. Then it's the bailam's animal. If it's the bailam's animal, I have to give it back. So what are you talking about? So Malay, so Bechinina says an amazing point. Ki hashda hanutamid loymishalim. You know why you don't have to pay. What it's worth now, you pay the original money. I didn't steal a shar from you. I didn't steal a hayal from you. I stole a tle. What does Rebchanina mean? Rebchanina is drawing a very, 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 very fine line. And Rebchanina is saying, Legabe, there's two questions we have to deal with over here. Question number one is, do I have to return this animal to you or do I have to pay you money? That's question number one. If the animal changed, I get to pay you money. If the animal didn't change, I have to give it back to the animal. That's question number one. Question number two is, if I shecht the animal, whose animal did I shecht? Rebchanina says, those are the same question. If there's a shini over here, and I don't have to give back the animal, then it's my animal when I shecht it on pata for the shechita. Rebbe says, no, I can differentiate. And I can tell you that legabe do I have to return the original animal? This shini is enough to say I don't have to return the original animal. But legabe to say that when I shecht it now, I'm not chayev because it's your animal, because it's my animal, not yours. That's, this shini is not good enough for that. This shini is not enough to say it's my animal and I'm pater abel chemisha. Even though I don't have to return the animal, I only have to return the value of the animal. But when I said the animal is, for all intents and purposes, going back to you, and therefore I'm still going to be chayv and abel chemisha. But Chanina makes this fine line. That's the same metal. Yes. Now it's a very, very fine line, and it's such a fine line that we lie response. God forbid that you should think that such a thing exists. Such a fine line. And Chanina says, no. You're wrong. Okay? This is, there's, there's a, I saw a, a, a doctorate paper someone wrote once recently, Brooklyn College, a from guy, on all the insults in Shas. And this is one of those insults that he brings in Shas. So this is whatever it means. But Lamaisa, Eloy is saying, it's a Shinui or it's not a Shinui. If it is a Shinui, then it's a Shinui that I don't have to give it back to you, and it's mine. Shinui Kaina. And if it's not a Shinui, then it's not. Rabbi Chanina is able to somehow make this fine line. Now, we still didn't answer up. What does it really do with the Brisa? The Brisa says, like a Bechanina. We'll get to that. Wait a second. There's another issue over here. There's something called Kenyan Bishini Hashem. 
It was called a tle, now it's called an ayal. So why doesn't that help? Amarava, shar ben yame kari, shar ben yame kari al, it's not really a shin Hashem. There is such a concept called shin Hashem, we'll talk about it over the next three dafim, but this is not a shin Hashem, because these names are not so makbid on in the Torah. For instance, shar ben yame kari, shar, even though you're calling it an eagle, and then it becomes a shar, we see in the Pesach like that. Shar ekesef, oyeis ki, yevaled. On the day it's born, it's called a geves. No, it's called a shar. What did he mean? Did Yaakov mean to love one? I only ate, I didn't eat Ayalim, but I ate the small ones? Obviously he meant all sheep, however, or rams, whatever goats, whatever they were, whatever age. So you see the words are interchangeably, so it's not going to be a Shinyasha. So we're back to our question, which is, what does it really do with the Brisa? The Brisa clearly said when the animal grows up, it's it's not a shinoi legabi dalve. Maybe it's a shinoi legabi paying back, but it's not a shinoi legabi dalve. Summer of Shesh is the money. That's no problem. Your whole assumption in this whole price is that there's a concept called shinoi kaina. Not everybody holds of shinoi kaina. Beishami holds shinoi is not kaina. He says an object is an object. Beishami holds it, you know, uh, like Einstein, right? Everything's the same. It's all atoms. It doesn't make a difference. Where did Beishami say that? Damar shinoi bimekame amedes. Veloikoni disanya. It's a lacha called esnan zaina. If you give something to a zaina as payment, you're not allowed to use it as a carbon. So if I give her a sheep, I'm not allowed to use that sheep as a carbon. What if I give her wheat and she grinds it up and makes it flour? Can you use that flour as a carbon for a carbon mincha? Changed. So nasala es best nanachitin vasen solet or zaitin vasen shemen anavim vasen yayim tani chada aser it's still aser as an esnan tani chada muter. Remember Yosef Ben Gurion deme asparuk that's his name veishamei oisin veishol materin. Why my timer the veishamei dixiv gam the pasuk says lo yisavi esnan zayin mechir kal beis hashem alikecha lechol neder kitovas hashem alikecha gam shnehem. Gam le rabbi shinu yayem. The original object or the changed object, you learn from here, changed objects are the same. And just like flour is also an esna when you gave wheat, says Beishami here also, when you make a change to the object, that doesn't make a kinyan on it. And therefore it's not a kinyan at all, no such thing. Beishol says, Haim veloy shinu yayem. The Pusik says, the Pusik says, Haim veloy shinu Only these things are usur, not anything else you bring, and therefore only these things are usur. Only these things, nothing else. If they have a child, the child you can bring, but not them. But then, who the usur? It's all the same point. The point is that you cannot bring the flower, the wheat, you cannot bring the animal. But if the animal has a child, or if the wheat becomes flour, all those things are secondary. The secondary things you could bring. What does he do with the word gam? I don't know. So the mice were coming out as follows. That according to Beishamai, Shinu is not, Shinu doesn't affect Esnan, Shinu doesn't affect Geneva, and if you, if the animal changes, it's mashmi, even if you change the animal, it makes no difference, it's all you're supposed to give it back, obviously, if it goes down in value, based on it would change, you have to make up the value, etc. According to Beishamai, it's our sugar, of course, is going in Shittas Beishillel. Says to be in Shittas Beishillel, that when you go ahead, and the animal ages, that's considered a shinui, according to Basil. Shinui koina. I don't have to return the animal. And if I shecht it now, I'm not chayiv davarei. Rabbi Chinina still argues. Rabbi Chinina says, no, you don't have to return the animal, but you are still chayiv when you shecht it for davarei. We're still left with our kasha, which is the brisa we answered up in terms of Beishamei, in terms of shinui koina. But we didn't answer part of the brisa that said davarei is based on shein shikonav. And Rav clearly said davarei is not kein shagonav. Davarei is going to be based on shasamar b'din. That cash will leave. We'll see him at the shim tomorrow.